Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenezer's podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Welcome back to part two of the 2020 recap with the Ebenistas. I am Doreen and I have my lovely, lovely, lovely co-host with the most host. Are you Alexis today? Ew, David. Oh, David. Ew. I don't know. I've used that name before. No, I guess I'm jabby. She's here. She's cool. She's going to be jabby today. Okay. So hopefully you guys joined us for the last part of the 2020 recap part one. This is part two. Um, We are talking about what a hot mess 2020 has been. We're going to share some good stuff, some bad stuff and everything in between. But the highlights, of course, we're not going to cover everything because it's still a show. It's too much. (laughs) Too much shit happened. Like, let me tell you, listen. It's not going to get easier, okay? That song is wrong, okay? <laughs> when that song came out, <laughs> they were wrong. Really quick, when we were writing this, the amount of shit that we had, I, I've i never seen us write an episode, first of all, that had so many topics. But then the pullback that we had to do, and then on top of that, then we pulled back when we started recording. And then we realized that we still had too much. So then we pulled back again and added some more. It's, it was out of control because we've been adding stuff all year. So, yes. but I do, I do want to talk about one of the best things that's happened in 2020. Listen. You want, you want to know what it is? Uh, the Ebenistas I'm... podcast. <laughs> it's us. Surprise. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> So yeah, 2020 was the year that we started the podcast. So for me, that's always going to be just an amazing, amazing thing because I had no idea that we were going to be doing all of this, but I'm glad that we did. It's been such an adventure. So I'm going to start off part two by saying thank you to my amazingly organized, um, devoted, dedicated, (laughs) ass-kicking co-host, Jabby, because without her... This shit would have flipped and flopped a long time ago because I have the attention span of a fly. <laughs> honest okay. moment. Real honest moment. You're like, what? You're like, what are we talking about again? Huh? What? Dory? Yeah, it's, not, it's not great. <laughs> That's true. We did. I think about that. It feels like so long ago, right? Like, But it was 2020. It yeah. was. We start working on it in 2019. Yep. Um, just talking about it and then putting it in and process I remember we were so scared to drop that first episode we were like what do we do I was sitting on it for a while (laughs) and then we re-recorded it like three times we did oh my god well anyway so thank you guys for sticking along for the ride um as we end this first year we're about to start up you know we just started season two so we hope you like what we're doing and we're going to continue giving you some more good shit yeah yeah we're gonna pump it Pump it up or push it real good. Mm. Seriously, I'm not gonna lie. The coat rack behind you is now freaking me out. Yeah, welcome to my world of being terrified of my coat rack every single day, day and night. Why? Why do you need a coat rack? Um, it's a place that like my jackets like to hang out and my purse likes to hang out, Mm. and like putting it in the closet is just like too much work or in my bedroom I just like it right there plus it was free so yeah 
fuck. You almost had me. I like, I almost had an answer for you. And then you said free. And I was like, bitch, I can't fight with free. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> I um, never fight with free. Finding the perfect gift can be a little hard sometimes. It can take a little planning. So if you waited to the last minute to buy that special gift, like I always do, try sending them a wink.com subscription. Let them pick their favorite wines and take all of the credit. Go to wink.mivh.net backslash ebonistas, E-B-O-N-I-S-T-A-S, and you can get $20 off of your first order on us. So, so what do you want to start off with? Ooh, so last time we got a little heated. We finished up with politics. Um, let's start out fun. The biggest thing, one of the biggest things that changed during 2020 because of the pandemic was the entertainment business. Um, the film industry, music industry, um, streaming, podcasts, literally anything that had to do with putting your creative outlet out there and, you know, um, engaging with the public had to change in some way. Restaurants even, like everything had to change. Some things did not make it. A lot of places didn't make it. I know personally for Denver, um, we lost, you know, there's a lot of music venues that didn't make it, um, restaurants that didn't make it. But from those, a lot of new places have taken those places um, because people are like, you know what, I have the time, I'm gonna push, I'm gonna try and make this happen. So I don't know, it's a, I feel like 2020 is kind of strange in that way, like bad in that way, but good in that way. Um, it made way for new things to happen, but entertainment, fucking crazy. So the big thing was <sighs> biggest song of the summer, y'all. Got that. What what what? So what came through and just killed it. I mean, I w- I will say I'm gonna go ahead and say Megan Thee Stallion had her 2020 was definitely her year. Like she had banger after banger after banger, and then she had some fucked up shit happen. Did she got fucking another banger? Shot? Like what the fuck? In in so tying that into what you were saying about um about the entertainment industry having to adapt. The reason. not the reason why she got shot but part of that what brought her together with the person who allegedly shot her was the internet was so Tory Lane started this online on Instagram like going live thing Mm -hmm. where he would like have all these girls like drop it like it's hot twerk shake all this stuff and it was like a little party thing like whenever he went live they're like all right who's it gonna be this time Uh he would have all these guests and co-hosts and stuff like that and they would twerk and dance and make videos one girl's pouring milk all over herself and they were like first of all your kid is hungry so like stop and then so then he had Megan the Stallion so then they did it where she was on live and he was on live and they were in two different places and then he decided I'm gonna go ahead and go out to LA and then they ended up being in the same place which is how okay. they ended up kind of like hanging out hooking up having a pseudo relationship whatever mm-hmm. and then but anyway so then we all know how that led she ended up getting shot blah 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 drama but let's not talk about that we're going to talk about the song WAP WAP so when WAP came out how much controversy was there oh around my the god song? it was so fucking stupid too like really like dudes and especially black men I'm gonna call y'all out for a second y'all were acting like we like women just don't have a place put those bitches back in the kitchen like they should not be out here like talking about their pussies like Give me a fucking break. Like, you guys love it. You guys want it. You guys do so much for it, but we're not allowed to talk about how our WAP 
is. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. but you can rap about it and you can talk about how you're taking advantage of it and like how you love to see girls dance. You want to see this. You want to talk about strippers, but you can talk about throw baby. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. You can degrade us. It's, it's, and this is just part of the patriarchy. Like we already understand that it's this dominance and it's fucking bullshit. Then y'all are acting like we didn't grow up with like little Kim and like two live crew, Uncle Luke. Like, come on now. Really? Yeah, like, we've heard we... worse. It's fine. So I have a little game that I want you to do. Well, not a game, a little challenge. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. So you know the line that we have written here that starts off with gobble. I want you <laughs> to try to say that whole line, how Megan the Stallion says it. You know, you know me time I've heard this song. It's okay. In its entirety. So she says it really, really fast. So just Maybe twice. Okay. <clears throat> Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me, quick jump forward, you get inside of me. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna try it. I haven't tried this at all, so I all don't right. know how it's gonna be. Yeah. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me, quick jump out before you get inside of me. Damn! It shows yeah. way better. <laughs> Make that pull-up game work. <laughs> I love saying, I just walk around the house sometimes to say that. <laughs> it makes Bill laugh. Well, yeah, Bill, your pull-out game was weak, son. You got a whole yeah. son because of it. <laughs> Had a whole baby because it. Mom, dad, quick. Turn Sorry. on. Inappropriate. <laughs> but that's how you got here too, son? I mean. Listen. Um, so literally all my notes for this song are all just lines from the song because I didn't realize just how bad it got like not a garden snake i need a king cobra with a hook in it hope it lean over <laughs> like so mine is i want you to park that big mac truck right in the, right in the garage <laughs> you see kat dennings do you see her yeah her crystal ball <laughs> i did see it she's awesome she's amazing i love you kat dennings i love that line i spit on his mic and now he's trying to sign me wow well, we all wondered who discovered Megan. Now we know what she did to get discovered. So I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. kidding. Don't, don't Those are jokes. That. We don't know These that. These are jokes. These are jokes, people. These are jokes. Um, but so what, what I do find interesting is that no one really talked about Cardi B's part of it because they're just like, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of what she does. So like, yeah. no big surprise there. Um, but I did also like the fact that we had a whole bunch of people and artists trying to be creative with this whole self-isolation quarantine and so they started doing these verses and we've yeah. seen so many Jill Scott. We've seen Beanie Man. We've seen um, Gucci. You know, we've seen so many T.I. We've seen so many people come out. So I want to know who is your favorite verses. I'll be honest and say that I've watched snippets of each of them, but I've never watched a whole one. I haven't watched any of them. So well, I just don't have access. It's Apple, right? Some of them are Apple. Some of them are IG. Some of them are all over the place. So it just depends. Oh, I thought it was like an official thing with Apple. That's Maybe. Weird. Okay. So then I, I'll check some out. Um, I mean, I know like in my head when they are like, oh, so-and-so versus this person. I was like, oh, I know who I would choose hands down, like that kind of thing. But I thought it was really cool. Like it was just the um, artists adapting to what was now happening in the world. Um, a lot of artists were turning to Cameo, um, OnlyFans, um, just these different platforms so that they could keep going, um, offering different things. Cameo, I think is great. I mean, it's a way to keep in touch with the fans. Um, and then a lot of places or a lot of, um, 
groups were doing concerts as well. Like um, they had all these concerts that were scheduled um, to do live and all that shit fell through. So what do they do? They have to like, they just did them online um, and streamed them and sold tickets that way. I definitely bought a couple tickets um, for a lot of shows and for bands and artists that I really love and watch those, um, support them in any way I can because it's important to me. I would say my husband too, he's done that too. His band streamed as well because they couldn't do live shows. Um, so it's really important. I think it's great. I love the way that people supported the artists as well. Like, I think it was overwhelming for the artists in some kind of way as well to know that even in this pandemic, people are just like, look, we support you. We love you. Thank you for keeping us together kind of thing. So that's my little thing. So nice. Go music. (laughs) Keep on uh, being diverse and adapting to the changing times. Yeah, dude. Like the internet makes everything possible. Like it's fucking amazing. Like, and then also groups, the other cool thing that I know is like a lot of groups, um, doesn't matter what genre, they're recording albums through like over like, um, sorry, through state lines and stuff, like over the internet, they're making albums this way. And so technology is amazing, allowing people to do this. So let's not forget how many rappers have created albums in jail. Okay. Listen, the originals. (laughs) Okay. The OGs. (laughs) So the next one that we have, um, a big thing that happened. And I think that this is next to elections and, and this is very, I had a problem with this, right? Dorian, I don't know if you did too. I had a problem not including this in the politics section. And I kept thinking about it when I was writing. I was like, this is the problem. Our blackness is politicized over and over and over again. So we're going to talk about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor specifically, even though there are many other lives and many other names of people who were taken from us um, due to police brutality and um, lack of training and all these just systematic racism and these intricacies that really fuck us up as a nation as a whole. When you mess with like one part of us, which is what a lot of people, obviously one half of the country doesn't understand is that when you oppress one type of person or one group of people, it comes back to all of us. So um, we're gonna tell, let's start with George. The George Floyd Floyd (laughs) protest began in Minnesota on May 25th of 2020. George Floyd, as you guys should know, um, was 46 years old when he was killed um, by police officers after, you know, the police were called on him at a convenience store and they put him in a chokehold where he died. Um, people were really upset. Uh, It it definitely sparked an uproar during a time of when everybody is kind of sitting at home, being isolated. And we we had to literally watch this man lose his life, you know, and, and, and to hear the justifications, well, he shouldn't have been doing this and he shouldn't have been doing that and all that. It, It stirred up a level of anger, frustration, bitterness, and just all of these things kind of just stoked the flame and the protest started to happen. Some of them were violent. Some of them were peaceful. Some of them were being antagonized by people who were, who didn't believe in in this protest or just like, you guys should go home. Some people were actually infiltrating the protests and doing things that were causing damage. Self-serving. 
yes to make it look worse than what it was and it, it kind of it just it kept on taking on a bigger life of its own um so federal troops were deployed to portland on july 24th um there were quite a few statements done by the white house saying that like you guys need to get these things in order we're going to send people out there mm-hmm. um there were a lot of a lot of people who were doing interviews saying that they did not identify themselves they were not in any sort of uniforms they were just grabbing people off the streets taking them into vans dropping them off hours later in completely different places, no money, no car, no nothing. And they had to figure it out. Some some places where the protests were happening, where the protests were parked, the protesters were parked, they would go into those parking lots and slash all their tires. Oh um, to prevent them from being able to go like they they so they can catch them kind of thing and be like if you're coming back yeah. to you're protesting then we're going to take you in kind of thing or well at the time this is during the time of the quarantine so there was a curfew going on oh. and so if you trap these people there then you could arrest them for breaking curfew oh, yeah. and so a lot of you saw a lot of that kind of stuff that was happening and it was a lot of I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. The George Floyd protests were for him, for the loss of his life, not just his, but the increasing number of Black men that were losing their lives, Black women that were losing their lives by to at the hands of police officers. They were, people were angry and they wanted something to be done. The police, I think the building, right? The building got burned down in Minnesota. I can't remember, honestly. Yeah. Um, something happened like that. I think the big thing with him was that I feel like we were just at a tipping point, right? Like we have the pandemic happening. We have this horrible person in office. We have mother nature is like pulled out the belt and was like bend over. And George Floyd, his death just was like, again, like I said, a tipping point. And so um, after his death, I obviously, you know, the protests, um, across the nation happened, you know, more um, names of individuals that were killed at the hands of police brutality that were brought up. A lot of musicians, artists, and general created music, art pieces in his honor. They're also in solidarity that the fact is that this could have been anyone. That's what he stood for. And that's what a lot of these people stand for is that these are everyday people that they didn't, they knew that this was happening. Like we all know this, just people of color we all know this could happen to us one day. That's the scary part is like, this could always happen to us one day. And um, that's what a lot of people are trying to make known is that this could be, you know, this could be your kid, this could be whoever. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I think it was quite a, kind of interesting. Um, I feel like sometimes we get lost in just what the person stands for rather than who the actual person was kind of thing. Um, so I, I looked through and I kind of learned a couple things about George. George was a rapper. Um, I tried to find his music. I could not find it for some reason. Um, I tried to find it on Spotify, but hopefully we can find it a little bit later. But I would love to hear what he had. But apparently he was in like a couple of mu- a music video or something of another pretty well-known rapper or something like that. So this is what happens. The officer that um, that killed him that was kneeling on his neck um, was arrested and charged in May right something Chauvin Derek or something Derek Derek. yeah okay he faced counts of second degree and third degree murder as well as second degree manslaughter in October he made a million dollar bond right they fired him from the department um his estranged wife which she divorced him in the midst of these charges and all this stuff happening hello hello 
They also um, were evading taxes, apparently. So his wife is also facing nine felony income tax charges. Um, and they filed for divorce in June. So this was not a good person overall. The crazy thing that I thought was bananas was that George Floyd and Derek had worked together at some point. They yeah, they worked at a club. He, They literally knew each other. They literally knew each other. And because this person had a badge, he felt that it just the idea of that is crazy. Did you ever see that movie um, or not even the movie, but like, you know, that experiment? Uh, I can't remember the name of the person that headed it, but the um, the prison experiment where they took a group of people and one half were prisoners and one half were going to be the officers. And these are everyday people. And they put them in this, you know, place and they're like, just go. These are your, these are your roles. And this is what we want you to act like. And the people who were given the role of um, officers, they acted aggressively, like really horribly towards people. And the people who were prisoners demeaned themselves almost. And so it's, it's, it is, it's the badge. It's how you view yourself, right? Um, this person obviously viewed himself better than him, you know, um, even though they both worked at some point together in the same place. The other thing that happened was that in October, he was allowed to live in a neighboring state due to safety concerns because Avi, right? This whole thing was just fucking crazy, honestly. What I also found interesting was that his wife was actually the sister of one of the other officers that was present at the time that they, that he murdered George Floyd. What? So her brother and her wife were, wait, I'm sorry. Her brother <laughs> and her husband were involved. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. That's yep, yep. crazy. I can't even imagine. I don't know. It's really, it's, it's horrible. And, you know, um, a lot of stuff came from this. Like, again, the protests were fucking wild. Um, and this is obviously a story that's still developing. Um, so hopefully we'll see some justice from this. But a lot of us have grown wary or weary, wary, weary. And, you know, we never know. So what's the next one, Doreen, that we have in justice? So we want to talk about um, the couple that were indicted i think they, what were they called the mccloskeys Ugh, i hate it mccloskeys mccloskeys <laughs> so you we've a lot of us have seen this video so there was a black lives matter black lives matter protest going on in front of their home yes they went inside got their firearms and they were brandishing them at the protesters saying that well they had knocked down a gate and they were being aggressive and all mm -hmm. this other stuff and um and the protesters were actually heading towards the mayor's home because yeah. the mayor got really upset about some of these protesters and released some of their private information we're talking addresses we're talking what? phone numbers I don't remember that. these, and that's why they were going to the mayor's home Ooh. to protest the fact that she had released all this information and so while they're walking, this couple decided to get on their lawn and like, you're not going to start no trouble here. But like no one was, they weren't crossing any lines. They weren't going onto their private property. Um, Patricia, the wife, um, she had actually altered a semi-automatic rifle. In case you didn't know, that's actually illegal. You're not allowed to do that. 
Um, and then they they were going to file charges and then they dropped them and then they decided to do it after the uproar. People were like, are you kidding me? So I can just go grab guns and just start to shoot people because they're near they're my house? Literally, I mean, you can see the pictures. They're literally pointing these guns at people with their fingers on the trigger. And they, so the couple first said that they broke down our gate, they trespassed on our property and not a single one of these people are being charged with anything. However, because of the time of social media and everybody recording everything, they saw that the protesters walked through an intact gate that was in fact being held open for them. And photographers showed that the gate was unlocked when they first entered. So no, they didn't break down the gate. It, it It looked like a perfectly normal place to go through. So they were actually the aggressors. I don't know what it looks like, right? Obviously, I haven't seen that video, what have you. But I'm imagining because I've seen... Have you? I mean, rich people houses and gates and stuff like that. Sometimes that shit gets weird. You don't know where the gate to their property begins and like what's public property. And I'm not, I'm not making an excuse at all because honestly, like I've been there. I've walked past it where um, just here in Denver, the areas surrounding the botanical gardens, some of it, I'm like, is that someone's property or is that the garden or can I walk through that? Like, I don't know if that's a park. I don't know. Like, I just don't know. So if, for, if the gate is being held open for people, I mean, like legit, they probably were just like, oh, I'm just going to walk through here. Like, fine. But they didn't assault them. They didn't walk through their property trying to assault anyone or like fuck anything up, you know? So what I find interesting about this couple is that they are both attorneys. Oh, God. Okay. So they should really know better. But then they felt like, well, you know, we have the right to bear arms. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but not when you're doing it in a threatening way towards a bunch of people who are just protesting peacefully. Um, So now they're actually suing the photographer that took the picture of them holding those weapons. They're (laughs) suing him and saying that because of that picture of of them doing exactly what they're doing uh-huh. that um that they have gone they have been humiliated they're going through mental anguish and severe emotional distress people have been mocking them and just i mean honestly suck it like just suck it if you um, can't see me i'm making the jerk offs <laughs> just yeah so they were indicted on unlawful use of weapons and evidence tampering in the encounter mm-hmm. and they pleaded not guilty. So all this is still going on. So we'll see what happens. Oh my God. Hopefully those people go to jail. I fucking hate it. So the last thing about um, the protest for George Floyd is the big news. Trump high, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, at one point, the protesters were thought to be so threatening, which they did break down a gate at the White House at one point um, that Trump hid in the bunker that is meant for hiding from terrorism. I think I think that was the big thing. The fact that he hid in this bunker that is made for like bigger issues. Um, yeah, he, he was like, oh, wah. And the <laughs> funny part of it was that he was like, well, you know, at least we kept the bunker clean. When I went in there, it was a mess. Obama left that bunker a mess. And I was like, so what? he's a big now? That's his Did job, that right? Happen? Get out of here. Stop I it. Shut up. That. Yeah. Yeah. He said the bunker was a mess. It was messy. And Obama was to blame. Oh my God, seriously, fuck that guy. Oh my God. And then on top of that, he wanted to have the person who leaked the information that he went into the bunker prosecuted. Craziness. Seriously, go eat a dick. 
anyways, this is still ongoing. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but let's again, rest in power, George Floyd. Um, it's, it's a lot. It, it sparked so much. And, um, Oh man, this really was the year, man. 2020 was wild. Let's move on. Okay, let's let's talk about um Brianna Taylor really quick. So um Brianna Taylor, crazy story. And I'm still personally just really confused by the information that has been put out there. Okay, the story is is that supposedly the guy that she was seeing was involved in some drug situations and the cops um were led to her that place where she was. She was sleeping in the bed. Um, this is middle, I guess, middle of the night, right? Like, or something. I don't, it was something with the night. Like they were disturbed that people were banging on their door. So boyfriend, you know, has a gun, right? Current boyfriend. They were looking for her ex-boyfriend. They, oh my God. Wait, they're looking for her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So not even her current boyfriend ex-boyfriend who they had already apprehended earlier in the day go ahead I didn't know that I didn't know that and I can't process that right now so they already apprehended this ex-boyfriend that they already knew and they still went and who were they they were looking for her just that was her ex-boyfriend's last place of residence unbeknownst to them in like a random traffic stop or something earlier they had already arrested that guy oh my hours before and they didn't know what, but they, the raid had already been authorized. So they showed gotcha. up at his last place of residence, which was her home. You know a lot more about this than I do. Um, it's hard sometimes for me to dive into some of these because like my brain, I don't know. Um, obviously, Brianna was shot in her bed. And somehow through all of this, there's some, the, 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 the prosecutors, everyone like have been failing this left and right. Somehow this is okay to happen in the United States, that someone could be sleeping, have nothing to do with what they're looking for and be shot and murdered in their bed by police officers. And so that sparked this, another um, set of protests. There was actually in Louisville, there was a state of emergency that was called on September 22nd. Um, This was a preventative measure. Whenever they call a state of emergency, they get assistance from the government so they have the ability to control any, anything that could happen. So basically- So to maintain order. Maintain order. Thank you. Dear God, that took me a minute to get through. So um, the officers were not indicted. There's also the cases that did go through was the person who was next door, I guess. The bullet went through their wall. There is a couple of bullets that went through the walls of this apartment. And apparently they were allowed to press charges. Yep. But nobody was indicted for fucking killing this woman who was fucking sleeping. Yes, correct. So um, really quick, and if you can remind me, um, her current boyfriend, he was killed, right? You know, I is that weird that we don't know? I want to say he wasn't, but she was. That's because he spoke wild. out against all of this and then they found some like random charges out against him. Oh, of course they did. Like, yeah, so, but again, all of this is really confusing. There's been a lot of conflicting things. So yeah. It's fucking bullshit. It's such fucking bullshit. You know, I hope she rests in peace. And I'm. it's it's so sad to watch them devalue her life yeah. and basically say that she wasn't even worth the charge. They took her life. I mean, whether you had a warrant or it was a lawful raid or not, you took someone's life that you weren't even there for. Yeah. And to say that someone is just, you know, like, oh, hey, she's just a casualty. No big deal. Collateral damage is not a reason to take someone's life. Exactly. And 
I wish we could have seen her brought to justice, but I think that we have, we, we as a community have uplifted her and done as much as we can to celebrate her life and to continue, you know, saying her name um, so that she still lives on with us. You know, unfortunately, she's a martyr for the cause, but like George Floyd, we won't forget them anytime soon. That's really nicely said. Thank you. That's really nice. Like, I don't, I'm not very good with stuff like that. So thank you for doing that. If you told me just last year that I would be writing, producing, editing, and losing sleep in the best way for my own podcast, I'd give you a high five for having quite the imagination. But surprise, here I am and with one of my best friends doing the thing. I'm sure my co-host would agree that trying out different ways of recording has been quite the adventure, especially when it comes to having guests on the show. But I think we hit the jackpot with Squadcast. Squadcast is leading the way with an easy-to-use platform that allows you and your guests to record studio-quality shows locally on separate tracks, which then automatically upload to the Squadcast cloud. Your recordings can then be easily downloaded directly in your chosen format. You can visit ebonistas.com on our sponsor page and click that cute Squadcast symbol to get started. This is a win-win for Doreen and I. The studio-quality recordings are music to our ears, and avoiding all the plugins and plug-outs and recording on separate tracks saves us so much time and energy. So upgrade your podcast game and give Squadcast a go. Our link via ebonistas.com will hook you up with a seven-day free trial. Happy recordings! So, we are going to move forward with the crazy shit, the biggest of the biggest, right? Viruses and diseases of 2020. And no one is bigger and badder this year than COVID-19. Listen, cases began in late January to early February for the United States. It's been wild, guys. This is the whole reason that everyone is doing this. This is the reason why we have this podcast right now. Yes, sir. <laughs> so March 19th was the first day of COVID-19 stay-at-home orders, and it began with California. And since then, it just trickled to different states. I remember we were friends of mine, family members, were all over the U.S. texting each other. Did you guys shut down yet? Did you shut down yet? Did this happen yet? Blah, 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 blah. We didn't. At first, I remember thinking, I was like, oh, this is kind of like maybe like SARS or maybe like the pig flu or swine flu. You know, like I remember swine flu got as close as New uh, Mexico, right? And that, that was kind of it, maybe. But it never like hit here. And then all of a sudden, now- there were a few isolated cases, but it was like people who were abroad who came over, you know, that sort of thing. But it wasn't like we had a like, you know, a breakout of it here, yeah. like they did. And like we all of a sudden now we're like apocalypse now. I know for us, we we talked about this a little bit when we did our like COVID stories episode like earlier in the year. <laughs> um, but like <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we heard a lot about it like from people different government agencies there were whispers hey this is about to start happening this is about to start coming our way and people weren't like really that freaked out at first until things really started to hit home here and then people kind of started to panic and then a lot of those like stay-at-home orders started so when we first heard about it they were saying that covid was from bats um that they found like a cave and like the bat you know bit someone or they ate someone in China and like all this other stuff and then <laughs> they ate then, someone they ate sorry that the, I thought that they were saying that the bats that some people ate these bats my bad that's what it was though wasn't it it was a guy ate the head off of a bat that those were just things that were said so like COVID has technically been around for a lot longer than what yeah. we've heard about 
so there was there was also another incident in I think Africa or something like that or no was it can't remember what country it was I'll have to look it up but there was another incident where they had some monkeys that were infected with it that they were studying and the monkeys apparently like broke out of their cages and like got loose and like but of course attacked the people that were doing the tests on them and then got loose y'all I don't know when y'all gonna stop paying attention but um monkeys gorillas they are intelligent they are literally very close to us y'all stop messing with them yeah they don't want to be locked up they don't (laughs) want to be locked up anyway so we heard so many stories about how covid started despite how it started it did it had the strongest resurgence the strongest appearance in china in the wuhan province in china and then it quickly spread from there they went on lockdown there was a ton of videos coming out with people being shot killed trying to force this curfew and then slowly over the course of the months, it started to spread throughout the entire world. There's still some mm-hmm. parts of the world that don't have COVID, um, but I'm not going to go into what COVID is because by this time, if you don't know, something is wrong with you. Yeah. Um, so, but we all know that like we've seen, it's changed our lives. I mean, yes. possibly forever. I mean, think about like schools, the socialization that these, a lot of kids are not going to have because they're at home or they went to school and had to come back home because someone got infected. Um, it's just been, it's been a crazy, crazy time with COVID. Um, so after all that happened and there was questions about if you got COVID, whether or not you would be immune from that point on, but because there wasn't a lot of research done, they didn't really know. And then on August 25th, they found out that the first reinfection of COVID virus happened in Hong Kong, more than four months after um, the first bout there there was another documented case of a, re, a reinfection. And then there was another guy who tested positive again for a saliva test on after a trip to Spain via the UK. And so basically they found out that there is no such thing as being immune. Even if you've had it or haven't had it, you can still pick it up again. Yeah. Um, they, what they think is that you can be immune for a few months, but even that they're not really sure about. So the U.S. has been hit really, really hard because we haven't taken a lot of the restrictions that we should have. We, you know, we were literally encouraged by our quote unquote leader to not wear masks and not be afraid. And it's not a big deal. But um, unless you're rich and have as much money and influence as the president does, you should take this seriously because people are dying and the numbers are now going up again. And so I think in California, they just reannounced. They just reannounced. They just announced that they are reinforcing um, the stay-at-home, you know, ban. Like you have to stay at home once again. I think they just announced that today or yesterday. So it's 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 happening again. People are getting sick. Thanksgiving probably did not help. The airports were packed. Oh um, people have been socializing. Even like my dad called me today and said he went to the park to go walk and he saw like a gathering of like forty to fifty people just having like a birthday party at the park, like chilling. No big deal. So. We are seeing these numbers going back up again. So COVID is very much still with us. And then the numbers are going up. People are dying. Not everybody is, but people are dying. So yeah. when people say stuff to me in this day and age after everything, and they're like, oh, that's just the way for the government to control you. Slap yourself. Oh my God. I'm about to slap you too. That's crazy. People have lost their whole families. Like you guys, yeah, yeah take it seriously. Anyway, what you got? No, I, I'm totally with you. And I think it's absolutely disgusting and disturbing that so many people do not take it seriously. Um, I personally feel like it's like enclosing on me. I feel like I, I text you and I was like, so um, we've had friends who have lost family members already to COVID. We have friends who have had it. We have friends who currently have it. Um, 
and it just keeps I feel like it just keeps getting closer because in the last week alone like Thanksgiving you know we were talking about how Thanksgiving didn't turn out how people hoped it would you know personally my family couldn't come because we were all trying to be safe but the biggest one was that my mom came into contact with someone who had COVID and thankfully she tested negative but this is real. And the people who are going around, I just saw like a news thing. People are going around having these secret parties. Oh. Um, the one where the, the people were like, oh, I can't thank you for throwing the party because like, you know, well, then we'll be saying who threw the party. and when, Like people are literally for a fucking prom or some shit like that. Like, is your kid's fucking prom that fucking important that you can't, their, their, their health is not more important, you know? And they, they said that masks were optional and no one had on masks at the event. Um, and they they purposely set it up so that there wouldn't be a guest list yeah. so that if someone got COVID, they couldn't trace it back to them. So they knew they were yeah. taking a risk and chose to plan it anyway. These are adults. These are not children. Yes. These are adults that were like, we know that we're probably going to get some people sick, but like, F it, we don't care. We really want to see our kids dressed up. So, so like, let's just do it and cover gonna- up our tracks. I'm going to give you an unpopular and like conspiracy theory um, idea really quick. And I'm, I apologize, guys, again, um, you might be hearing my child in the background. <laughs> um, he just woke up from a nap and he is grumpy from a nap. He's like his mama because I'm grumpy as fuck when I wake up. Listen, personally, I think there's a lot of people on this planet, the people who are sitting here and going, oh, it's just a fucking like conspiracy. And like, I'm... I'm conspiracizing the conspiracy. Does that make sense? Okay. The people (laughs) who are like, oh, there's just too many people here and blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, like that's me. Like, I think there's too many people on the planet. The people who don't want to take this seriously, what is it called? Um, Such of the D. Um, Dharma? um, Dharma? Something like that. I can't remember. No, that doesn't matter. It was something else. Something theory. Um, fuck my friends are going to be like Javi you sound so stupid right now yeah I'm not gonna lie I've had like four drinks um I think this is like the answer to the whole thing of like there's too many people on earth and a lot of people are stupid I've always thought about that like people in general don't have individualized thinking and they don't think for themselves blah 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 um which is interesting because the people who say that COVID is not real are the people who are claiming that they are individuals thinking for themselves so it's weird it's a weird thing listen it's real take it seriously it's not fair like people are literally losing their entire families to this and the people that are just like oh like it's not as bad as the flu and blah 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 and like the percentages I'm like so that makes those people expendable that's a sad part yeah that's their reasoning for not wearing masks that's their reasoning for having large gatherings is it's not as bad as the flu. They're going to die anyway. So your family member or so-and-so's family member is expendable. That's fine. Okay. My family member is not expendable. I'm sorry that your family member is expendable to you, but mine isn't. I'm sorry. So that's the sad part. Um, The death toll, obviously the United States is leading the way at this point in cases and death tolls. Um, and the biggest thing that happened was October 2nd, Trump got COVID. So did Melania. And then now most recently, I think like this week, um, Barron, his son, tested positive for COVID as well. Bye, Barron! <laughs> <laughs> 
and then but so I think what was interesting about Trump getting it is that you know he doesn't believe he's he's pro-life right and yeah. so he doesn't believe in like abortions and all this other stuff but like got a bunch of kids but anyway mm. uh, we ain't gonna talk about that so mm. no. and if you if you think anyway I digress so what I found to be interesting was that he the cure that they <laughs> what the cure that they used for him was that they used stem cells from what aborted babies to help him get rid of COVID faster. Shut but up, you're right. But no, that, they okay. did it. They most certainly did, and they're no, like, they- so he is clearly shown that he doesn't care. He's just saying whatever you, whatever his supporters believe to get these both but anyway so a lot of people have gotten COVID since then there's a lot of people in the hospital ventilators fighting for their lives and to those who again lost family friends loved ones like question did he really have it do you think he really had it I'm gonna say yes did you see the speech of when he got out of the hospital and he was like (laughs) (laughs) I'm like bro you are gasping for breath (laughs) like you are about to pass out like, I think he did have it, but I think he was very much contagious even after he got out of the hospital. I think he was just like, oh, crap, if I stay in here, all the stuff that I've been promoting, I'm clearly showing myself to be a liar. And I don't want to lose this election because I got the disease that I told everybody not to worry about. Um, So then Ebola also made a quick little, uh, you know, pop up here in 2020. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Remember me? So Ebola. Ebola terrified me. Like, it's the most terrifying disease to me. I remember seeing um, that movie that came out in the 90s about it in mm-hmm. science class when I was in high school. And I was like, this is absolutely terrifying. It liquefies your insides. You boil from the ins- and you bleed out. Like, what the fuck? So listen, Ebola has never really gone away. Mm-mm. Okay. Never has. June 1st, 2020, the Ministry of Health of the Dem- Democratic Republic of the Congo declared that the 11th outbreak of Ebola virus disease, so they declared that the outbreak happened, right? Um, After reaching 42 days on November 18th with no new cases after the last survivor tested negative and was released from Ebola Treatment Center, the DRC Ministry of Health and who announced that the outbreak was over. So, okay, you ready for this? I saw this story and I'm going to connect Ebola and COVID really quick. Um, there was this whole thing where they're like, okay, what are the countries leading the way in COVID and, you know, controlling the numbers of people getting infected? Fucking Africa. You know why? Because we've been dealing with this shit for a long time. Not COVID, but all these other outbreaks and especially Ebola. That was not new. Personally for me, I was like, crickets. Like that was news to some people that Africa could contain a virus. They've been containing Ebola from the rest of the world for decades, for decades. They know what to do. Obviously, none of us are there. We know like the pretty highlights sometimes. I don't know what the nitty gritty is, but I'm just telling you, they have been protecting us from crazy viruses for a while. And y'all out here thinking that they are just like, listen, Wakanda forever. So, um, talking about old viruses and stuff, the plague also made a little appearance in 2020. Um, <laughs> so the plague has kind of, same thing. It's kind of always been around. We yeah. haven't heard about it as bad, but it popped up, but they've been able to keep that under like, you know, under wraps. So yeah. most of us are safe from that, but the plague did definitely show up in 2020. Hi, plague. 2020. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, I'm the plague. The original OG. 
triple yeah. OG. <laughs> Literally. So, um, and obviously, and the last thing that we wanted to talk about was, which is related to COVID, was Alzheimer deaths and health deterioration during the time of COVID and lockdowns. So during this time, people who have been predisposed to Alzheimer's, mental health issues, all that, that is drastically just like increased a lot. And it's, it's scary. It really is. Because a lot of people who um, rely on having contact with others, going to their therapists, going to have group therapy, or, you know, Alzheimer's relies on having family contact and memories and like that. It's suffered. These people have suffered a lot. So those numbers have increased a lot. We've all felt the, you know, the, the effects of that. And it's kind of normal. Even someone who didn't have those issues is probably starting to feel the strain of it now. We thought this was going to be like a month or two. And we, here we are in like month number nine, 10, like, and it just, and there's no end in sight. So we are definitely learning to live with a new normal. Unfortunately, 2020 did have quite a large number of deaths and I can't cover all of them. So I'll just name a few of the more notable ones. Um, You know, January started off really crappy with Kobe and Gigi Bryant passing away in a helicopter crash. That was wild. Like, fuck it. Because it's just to be like, I've never been in a helicopter personally. But from what I understand, helicopters are just kind of like these quick trips. You know what I mean? Like four blocks away, maybe just like for a trip, for fun, you know? Yeah, but this was not fun for them and they both lost their lives. So we also lost Naya Rivera on July 8th. She was at a lake with her son and they were in the water and then she was able to get him out of the water. But unfortunately she lost that battle and she passed away and drowned, Um, which was, you know, I mean, I know she's probably looking down like, you know, she's glad that she did that, but that was- a really tragic loss. Another one that we had Chadwick Boseman, Mr. Black Panther, Wakanda forever himself, who died after a four year battle with colon cancer, which means that he filmed all of these movies while he had cancer, y'all. Like what the, come on, give him his props. So I remember seeing a picture that there's a picture of him and his face is like hollowed out. And And gaunt. Yes. And I remember thinking, I was like, man, he looks bad. Like he looks sick. And I remember looking at, and I'm not huge on social media. Like my social media is very contained to like my family members and my friends. But I remember seeing comments and people take social media seriously and people were dragging him and people were like, what the fuck is going on? Like they were being so mean to him. And I was like, do y'all are like, the world is blind, but the world, like, this is what, like, kind of, I would say 2020, okay, this is really kind of sad, maybe, right, 2020 for me, like, really showed me, and there's the idea that are people inherently good, or are people inherently bad, for me personally, I feel like at this point, people are inherently bad. I think that people are inherently both, depending on different times in their life, they may be stronger than, you know, one and the other, and right now with 2020 pushing so many people to their wits end and it brings out the most negative parts of their personality, being online, being anonymous, mm-hmm. um, you know, losing people, being afraid, all those things have pushed people to be their worst selves. It is okay. the hardest thing to be at peace, to be kind. It is very easy to be mean and to be um, unkind to others. So that's true. That's true. It is easy to be mean because you're suffering 
a lot of people who are not used to being under these conditions of like, you have to stay inside and being told what to do, which is why we have all these Karens going, I was like, I can't get a haircut. Uh, it's impeding on my, you know, my rights. Bullshit. It just makes me upset. You know, people are just so mean to him. And you hear you have a select few that are just like, oh my God, like what's going on with this person? Why do they look like this? The guy was sick. Yeah. The guy um, was fucking sick. And it's really sad. And apparently his brother also is battling cancer. I think it's a different type of cancer, but I think he's also battling cancer right now. And um, and then we also lost Alex Trebek to pancreatic cancer. We watched yeah. him struggle with that. Looked like he was making a turn. And then, you know, um, Sean Connery passed away. He died peacefully in his sleep. Tom Jefferson Bird was shot. Um, he was in Oof. the Spike Lee movies. Um, I was going to say Thomas Jefferson Bird. A lot of people don't know him by name, but you'll know him by face, especially in the Black community, Black film community. Um, obviously, a lot of Spike Lee movies. Um, if you saw She's Gotta Have It, um, the reboot in Netflix, he was Nola's um, father. And uh, we also lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. We all know about that one. That oh. one was really, really tough. Um, yeah. Because she was, you know, kind of that that last gatekeeper. Yeah. And so when Game she of light. Left, yeah, it was it was really a tough one. Um, and then just on like a side note, um, yeah. we also lost Pop Smoke in 2020. Um, Pop Smoke was a rapper and most people he's they've actually been releasing some of his songs now. Um, one of his songs right now is with the woo. She won with the woo. Anyway, listen to it. It's a banger. Um, we also <laughs> <laughs> there was another rapper that passed away last week. Um, he got shot. There's been quite a few people getting shot and stuff. So we've we've lost so much in 2020. So let's hope that we don't have any more, you know, any more major deaths. And I mean, ideally none, right? But none. Not major. Know. I would say like not, I don't know, major. I would just say like um well-known names more than anything like these infamous names right but every life has value yes. nonetheless so exactly you know just just hoping that it doesn't impact anyone that we're listening to but man yeah 2020 has been a rough year so you know rest in power to all those wonderful people who lost their yes. lives and celebrate yeah. their lives too exact like don't this doesn't have to be a sad moment you can celebrate their lives um if those with New Orleans style Nolan style whoop, whoop. I got beats for days, bruh. Clearly, got skills. You don't know know me. Sorry. So, um, this is going to wrap up part two of this 2020 review. Um, I'm, you know, we apologize. We we didn't mean we don't want to bring you guys down, but we also want to talk about everything, you know. And since we're ending on this part, let me just say for anyone that's lost anyone in 2020 to any measure like I'm sorry you know like I we apologize um COVID um fuck you COVID I feel like COVID's like a new cancer almost a little bit right because the cancer's also still here so it's like yes no but that's what I'm saying like it's just like because it takes people so quickly yeah like if you've ever experienced that shit of where it just you get diagnosed and then all of a sudden it's just like bah you're gone. Like it's fucking bananas. And um, I'm sorry. Take a moment if you need to have some self care. If you need to, for those people that you've lost, talk to them, do what you need to do to feel comfort with them. 
And next week, we're going to be talking about all the random stuff that didn't fit into any of those categories. So the good, the bad, the fun, the silly, the crazy. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to get into all of it. We are. We really are. And we love you guys. And um, thank you. I know we're small time. (laughs) We still are months later. It's still our first year and we love it. But um, thank you for writing with us and we love you and we hope you guys are all well. Stay safe. Keep your asses inside, please. And wear a mask. Wear your fucking mask. Be safe. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, The Ebenezer's podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Javi and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.